You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. So glad that you're here again with us. We have joining us today Chris Hamby and Paul Peterson. Gentlemen, would you like to say hello to everyone? Hi, everyone. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, perfect. Well, they are here to talk all about staging creative courage, and we're going to jump right into that here in a moment. But first, we're going to remind you that the Superpower Network celebrates courageous creativity with pride, honoring LGBTQIA plus contributions to how we see our world, how we see each other, how we express ourselves, how we live, how we love. In every era, every culture, and every nation, individuals challenging the status quo for an opportunity to creatively self-express make it possible for all of us. Thank you for having the courage to share you and inviting us to look deeper within ourselves toward what's possible. We love you, love each other. Chris, Paul, thank you so much for really embodying what we represent here with our co-creative initiative and the, the tremendous power of having the courage to say, hey, I want to creatively express in this way, right? Regardless of, of what ripples it affects. So let's jump in. Paul, we're going to start with you on what are your superpowers and how are you using them for good? Yeah, thanks, Tanya. Um, I think probably my biggest superpower is adaptability. Um, as you know, I'm involved with theater works in many different ways. Eight to five, I am very business mindset oriented. Um, I'm looking at theater works from a business mindset. I'm in charge of sales and marketing and patron services here within the organization. And so I, I wear that set of glasses during the day. And then at night, I get to kind of change out, uh, change who I am to the organization. And I get to come to the organization as an artist. I get to put on my sweatpants and my dance shoes and my T-shirt. And I get to go into a, a rehearsal studio with amazing artists from around the valley and I get to choreograph and create beautiful art with those artists. Um, and then also I'm involved with theater works um, in a way which is a little unique because I am in a romantic relationship with Chris, who is the executive director of theater works. So, you know, I, I'm also involved with the organization in that way. And so kind of that adaptability, I think, would be my biggest superpower when I'm talking about, you know, my creative lifestyle. Brilliant. I love that. And I love that you speak to the fact that, you know, kind of living, experiencing, being in it, seeing it through Chris's eyes it, it, it is another lens, right? That's a whole other way that you experience it. And we're going to talk about that experience a little bit later. So thank you for bringing that up. Beautiful, beautiful. Chris, how about you? What are your superpowers and how are you using them for good? Yeah, I think I think my main superpower is probably connectivity. I'm always trying to connect people and things to be in the right place at the right time and so i mean i'm constantly doing that is like wow this this has a thread that connects to this and and i'm always trying to put those pieces together and um and when it works man it really is making magic happen and so i i think that that's just how my brain is wired and works and um i think connectivity and and trying to you know, formulate pockets of people and teams of people and cohorts of people to to do 
the best that they can do with the time that they're together. And so, mm-hmm. um, and most of that is centric around arts and, and theater, but, but not always, you know, um, uh, I am someone who feels very responsible for my community. And so uh, even outside of the theater, I think I'm also trying to make sure the right people are talking to the right people to make, to make the biggest impact. Oh, beautiful. And that, you know, that tugs at our heartstrings because we really are built for social impact here at Superpower Experts. You know, our awareness of, of, of humanity, especially at these nuanced levels. I love that you talked about the threads. Like in our work, you know, we, we really consider those kind of the subtle arts, the creative arts in the sense of those are those are those creative threads. And they teach us how to work with with creative principles, right? How to how to put things together in nuanced ways, how to recognize balance and imbalance at, at super nuanced levels that I believe as a humanity we're being sensitized to now in ways that that are unprecedented, right? At all different levels, the material, vibrational and and the virtual levels. And, and they're different. And so so creating on stage at Theater Works is live production, right? So so you're working with the whole human messiness of humanity at its at its most vulnerable, right? Because it's like exposed and it's like, you're supposed to be pretending to be somebody else. You're supposed to be, have everything perfect. And all these people are supposed to do exactly what they're supposed to do at the same time. They're supposed to be doing it for the whole thing to work, right? And the fact that it does ever is kind of miraculous. And, and it does. Like, and I really think it speaks to exactly the power that we see, this exponential power of the co-creative element where, where two or more of us gather in this light and love and creative energy there is this exponential creative kind of element that participates in some way, right? Maybe we can't explain it. Maybe we all call it different names, but but it's like, it does work, right? Because we see it in action. Otherwise, how do you explain what you do, right? You, can, you I just saw you all get a group of kids together, right? For Lion King Jr., which is beautiful and pulled off. And, and, and even, even in the messiness, it was perfect in its commitment to being co-creative. And that that is an art, right? And so when we're talking about staging creative courage, we're we're talking about not just the the ability to to put on a play, right? It's the ability to hold a container that allows people to have an experience that reminds us of the true power within our creative expression, right? That as we watch these characters or play these characters, we have the opportunity to program ourselves in those ways or to see how they could play out or to or to see are those attributes I'd want to play out, right? It has a lot more to speak to humanity than I think we realize. And we're starting to see the the the, the subtle ways that it impacts us. And so, so Chris, from your vantage point, because this is sort of an eat, breathe, sleep kind of love affair that you all have. Um, w- with your work, uh, this all-encompassing kind of, you, 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 it's all, you know, it's the, it's part of your expression. How did you come to realize that, that this is sort of how your walk was going to be in life, that you would commit to a creatively courageous walk in, in a sense, in, in many ways, both how you, how you love, how you live, right? Because, because it, it is a choice to choose to be open about that and to be vulnerable about that and to say, hey, world, I don't fit into these boxes and I want different for my life, right? The fact that you all get to go play together and create art together, like some couples are like, like, huh? Like we don't even color, right? Like, like, so, so this is part of your whole, 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 whole deal. How, Chris, how did you come to the awareness that, that this is, this is how you were going to be? This, this is the walk. Yeah, I think, uh, I think probably in high school, I realized I really had a authority problem (laughs) 
<laughs> and so, you know, I really needed to forge a path that was like not going to be a nine to five sitting in a cubicle kind of person that my goodness, I could not do that. Um, and the once or twice I've even tried to dip my toe into that sort of, I just do not thrive any longer. And so, um, uh, so I, I think I realized that you know, in my teen years. Um, and I did lots of exploring of, of what art meant to me and, and now landing in the community theater, um, arena. Um, it's, I'm, I'm doing all of the things that I want to do here. And I think it's actually maybe the only place where I can do what I want to do that, you know, theater, I think on a very surface level, we think, oh, it's a it's an entertainment thing. And I think that professional companies, that's what they're doing. They're trying to create the most professional um, entertainment experience. And I think when, whether it's my community theater, our community theater, any community theater to any listeners out there um, is, is the place where you actually are trying to make social change in your community through the art. And, and so we are all constantly talking about like the good we're doing and the impact we're doing. And, and um, because it is a place where you get to bring all kinds of people together. And I think it's the only place where, where this happens. You know, if I look at my peers who work in the professional industry, they're working with trained performers, trained folks um and that's that's the thing that they do here we are working with folks that are moonlighting you know they're they're lawyers they're teachers they're police officers they're military and this is the place where they get to come together and we get to make their lives better you know we get to um make the place where we live better through our art and in that professional setting, you know, I think you're making your art better, you know, for, for people who have access to it. And so the community theater is where I get to, um, can be a hellraiser, um, and still make art. I can, mm -hmm. I can work with kids and, and give them a safe space to, um, to thrive. And I think that's my favorite word right now is like, we're trying to keep, create spaces where, um, creative people can thrive, where young people can thrive, where um, people who don't think they have a place can still thrive. And um, and it's more than just putting on entertainment. And so this this is the space that works for me, where I am now that that I can um, do do all of that in one stop shopping in <laughs> in this community theater environment. Brilliant, brilliant. We, we, we came to a realization um, recently as well about, and it, and it changed everything. When you take that social impact lens and put it forward, it's like the miraculous truly occurs. And it's like, wait, hold on a second. Like we truly can't take any of this with us. Like, like all we really can do is develop ourselves, develop our relationships, you know, serve others, be, be good to each other, right? right? Creatively express and hope that that we do it in some way that outlasts us, right? How, however that is for us, whatever drives us. And that awareness is so incredibly powerful, um, you know, to be able to sit in kind of that 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 space of um, 
it, it matters that not that that it's not just assisting us and it's not just assisting our clients or our, our, our clientele, um, but it's also but it's also assisting the the, the community in which we're being assisted by, right? And so it sort of closes the loop on on how we how we community together and, and make sure that 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 circle is whole and, and round. And I love the work that you all do in the communities. And you manage to bring this this Broadway feel, this special feel to life while working with people who truly are there to to learn how to creatively express. And that's magic. Right. And it proves it's possible. And it, and it proves that we want that. Right. We want to participate. We we want to know ourselves as creators. I think most of us aren't content to sit on the sidelines anymore. Um, and we're seeing that depicted in how art is being used by our younger generations in really creative ways. And so and so the immersive interactiveness of this, um, I think, lends itself to the impact because now we have the experience. We're embodying it. We're not just thinking somebody else can do it. We're remembering we can do this. And it puts us back in that creative element, that creator aspect. And we see each other differently, I think, from that lens. Um, Paul, what about you? What, 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 how did you get to the place where it was like, uh, like, like Chris's aha, like, yeah, I'm really not going to answer to anybody. That's not going to work for me. Um, what was it for you, Paul? For me, Excuse me. For me, my entryway into performing arts was in the dance studio. My background is in dance. And I think dance is unique in a way that um, it doesn't matter what language you speak, uh, what color your skin is, you know, uh, whether you're gay or straight, doesn't matter. It dance is very physical and very universal. And I think in the dance studio, there's this sense of equality, right? And it's, and none of that other stuff matters. It's just your physical expression and your physical creativeness. And I think getting my start in the studio in front of a mirror with a bar uh, kind of was the foundation for kind of how I look at my creative cycle through my life. Um, you know, then coming into theater, Theater, let's face it, is a very accepting environment, especially at the level, like Chris said, a community theater, because you don't have to be professionally trained, right? And, and training costs a lot of money, and that limits people's access to training. But in the community theater uh, arena, it could be anyone, right? And, and theater is notorious for being very accepting of, of all individuals, because mm -hmm. let's face it, these people are all coming in, and they're coming into rehearsal, and they're being asked to play other people and <laughs> portraying other people creates empathy for other people and for That's other right. types of people. And so I think those are two of the most accepting, you know, areas in the universe is the dance studio and the theater. And I think in order to create that co-creative space, you have to feel safe to mm. express and Beautiful. be creative. Right. And so I think that's why the theater is such an accepting place of everyone is because mm -hmm. you know that a good, a good director knows that in order to get the most out of your cast and your team, that team has to feel safe. They Beautiful. have to, feel safe to make mistakes. They have to feel safe to be silly. Right. And these are the things mm -hmm. that we talk to with our young artists and our young performers is like, you know, this is a safe space. Feel free to express yourself and, and feel free to make mistakes and, you know, um, be kind not only to each other, but be kind to yourself. 
And if you do make that mistake, be forgiving of yourself and learn mm-hmm. from it. And let's move on to make great art and be creative and, and bring something amazing to the community. Mm, beautiful. I think that's just like good rules for humanity. Maybe we could write those down and just had to post them somewhere and just say, let's just do this for a little bit. I mean, I don't know. We've tried the other, we can try this for a change. Maybe we'll just see, we'll just see the results, right? If we don't like it, we can always go back to the other. I I love it. I'd want to do that experiment. We're doing it. We're doing it, Paul. That's it. We're going like, (laughs) the only question on my mind is where is John Galt? Like, where are they creating this world? Right? Like, like, do we have a coordinate and a map now? I think I think we're honing in though. We're getting close. There's right. a beacon, uh, so so we all can imagine that. Not that that's everybody's utopia for sure, but uh, but I think that those of us who can see through that lens are are getting a little antsy. We're like, okay, we're done with the other narrative. Like like it's we played this out. The stories are boring. Like the construction is shoddy. Like we're tired of pretending that it entertains us. Like can we just be more co-creative? Cause it is a lot more fun actually. And so, so I think there are a lot of us in that conversation and Paul, you brought up some really, really important points, which I think keep a lot of people out of getting into the depths of what, what, um, what productions like yours and, and what companies like yours really have the opportunity to do. And, and, and it's kind of walking that very delicate tightrope between representation and cultural appropriation, right? And Chris, I'm going to kind of fire this one to you because I know that you are so remarkable at holding this really responsible container because you, on one hand, you're a community theater. And, and so your job is to bring culture and arts and diversity and all of these messages that we want to make sure people get to have. And Paul, to your point, when you play other characters, man, you're in there, you get that that empathy piece, like you get to connect into to different aspects of humanity in different ways. And clearly, like we are not going to accept in, you know, any sort of representation that that crosses that cultural appropriation kind of line. And so, so it's challenging to both provide these experiences to, to make sure that that people are exposed to things well beyond themselves to develop that empathy and understanding and some sort of kind of connectivity to it working with the population you've got, like if we stick with the population we've got, like all we can tell are certain types of stories. And so, so what I like about theater is it's allowed us to do things in ways that bring in non um, human characters to, to get into cultures like you did with Lion King. Right. And I, and I'm sure that there's all kinds of different opinions about that, but it is a way to, to invite people into a landscape that, that, that does it in a gentle way that exposes people um, and, and, and allows for that, that sort of representation of other ways of being to be produced on stages where, where there, there's maybe more of a homogeneous kind of type of population. These are not simple matters, particularly after COVID, right? And, and, and the social media conversations that happen around them. How do you hold that? I mean, I mean, I think you've done a remarkable job in a really challenging way, uh, you know, kind of dialogue in, in challenging times. How do you do this? How do you present new stories in different ways without kind of teetering too far? Yeah, um, I think um, I think it has to go back to I think the roots of what theater is, and that is as storytelling. I don't think there's a culture on the planet that doesn't have you know any stories to tell, um, and um, so if you can combine the storytelling with the educational piece of that, I think that is very important. When I when I think of community theater, um, uh, I think that 
there always must be an educational component. Whereas if we put on those professional goggles, you know, you're coming in to do a job. You better know how to do that job because I have hired you to do that job. Here, I think because these are not our performers, you know, this is not their job that they're not taking on a job, they're taking on a responsibility, you know, and that responsibility, they take very seriously, um, like it is a job, but, mm -hmm. um, but there's a difference there. And, be, and because it is a responsibility that they're inheriting um, with that character, that role, on my end as the director, I also know that I have to empower them with some skills, perhaps, or some knowledge. And so that really changes what we're doing and it changes what the expectations are. Um, mm -hmm. I'm never going to stop fighting hard to have something that is the best it can be, but mm -hmm. also knowing that really my only expectations of anyone are to be kind and to be brave. And if you can do those two things, then you've you've met the goal that is the challenge uh, uh, you know that i'm setting forth um and so when i think of the lion king um there is so much more to that story um and we were doing it with young people and so it was really important to us that we um expand that experience that you know we were very blessed to have the the luxury to have African dance classes to have um, African storytellers interact with our cast and our young mm -hmm. people. So that way they understand the, um, the, the bigger picture of, of the story that they're telling. It's not just this cute little Disney animated film, you know, which um, is part of it, but we're actually talking about cultural things mm -hmm. and so there's a culture behind this story and whether you're black or brown or whatever um you still should have the appreciation for for um where the story comes from and that i am blessed to be in the in the role that i am and to to be able to to share that and i remember talking with a parent and going she's like thank you for incorporating those extra pieces and i was like yeah, I think that even young people, you know, I don't think in the moment, maybe they know, but it's going to be down the road, you know, there's going to be some reflection to go, wow, what a, what a, a broader experience that was than just putting on my costume and doing my part, you know, I know yeah. so much more than I did before. Well, and you're teaching not just that, but the, the importance of having representation from the culture that's being depicted, you know, and those the 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 deep richness of that to to be able to speak into that and that that we get to carry forward. And so I, I love that you're doing that. I know we're I know we're out of time here, um, Paul. Last last thoughts. I want to kick it off to you. So 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 let's encourage people to to just take their creative expression one more step into the open. Like, what would you encourage people as this beautiful and extroverted creative expressor? If people are just a little bit intimidated to shine their light a, a bit brighter, what would you say to those folks right now to to encourage them to, to that we want to see that light from them? How, how would you? What would you say? Yeah, to anyone out there who is afraid to put their creativity and their art, whatever that art may be, to put it out there, um, I would say, you know, at this point, just go and. Go and be involved in art, even if it's as an audience member or go to an art museum and spend some time really appreciating what's there. 
go to the symphony, come to theater works, come see one of our shows, go experience art as, um, as, as an audience member. And, you know, don't be afraid. Like I said, I think the arts world is extremely accepting universe and don't be afraid to put your art and your creativity out there. Sometimes that's mm-hmm. the scariest step. Um, and, and there are, there's more than one way to be an artist. Uh, there's more than two or three, there's a million ways to be an artist. And so find the way that works for you within the boundaries of your uh, courage right now, and then continue to expand those boundaries. Brilliant. I love it so much. So now that we've inspired them to go to theater works, where should we send them? What website? Yeah, go to theaterworks.org and that's T-H-E-A-T-E-R.org. Um, check out what we've got. We have, we're offering so many things. We're in rehearsals right now for Newsies, which will be coming up in July, which is going to be amazing and epic in all the ways that TheaterWorks aims to be. Mm-hmm. We have amazing educational programs. So if you're a parent out there or you're a young person who wants to expand your skill set, uh, all of our educational components are listed on our website. And um, if you have any questions, there's a phone number on that website. Give us a call. We love to chat with people and we're happy to answer any of your questions. Oh, and it's such a beautiful experience. It's worth the trip out here to go check them out, folks. Make sure you take the time to do that or to support what they're doing here um, or a community theater close to you. And, and get over to superpowerexperts.com and make sure you're getting that energetic sensitization training that helps with that creative expression. We know times are uncertain and chaotic right now, folks. And the, the fear level's a little bit rising. We get that. Get that sensitization. Calm your systems. Put yourself back in control so you can creatively express. It's really the best thing any of us can do right now. Um, and if you're an impact philanthropist and you want us to get that in- energetic sensitization into organizations, doing things that you care about, having impact in the ways you care about, just connect with us. And we're going to take that training into those organizations on your behalf and make sure that we're supporting the causes that matter to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Chris, Paul, you all are magical. You co-create these magical, epic things every time you come together and you prove that co-creation does matter and that it looks all kinds of different ways. And it can be done in theater with amateurs and you do a beautiful job with it. Thank you both so much for your time and dedication to the community. Thank Thank you you. so much for the work that you and your family are doing. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And for all of you out there, thank you for listening and for supporting the network going on eight years here in the top 1.5% of podcasts globally. We so appreciate you for that and for listening to conversations that really matter Um, and go out and celebrate courageous creativity with pride this month and really honor those folks who are having the courage to show us all what's possible when we stop agreeing to things that just don't work for us. Right. So remember who you are. We love you. Love each other. Goodbye for now. Hello, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Director of Superpower Experts. If you're ready to activate your superpowers and turn your lifetime journey into the journey of a lifetime, go to superpowerexperts.com and get started today. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.